Hi guys, this is Allison Gilliard with Run Your Story, and I am tickled to be able to share Sarah Nell's Run Your Story. I have known Sarah Nell for a couple years now. Absolutely adore her and her family. Shout out to Mama Kitty, love her. And so it was so cool, guys, to be able to share Sarah Nell's story. And <laughs> there's some giggles, and to know. Sarah Nell and I is to know that we like to jab at each other in a very loving way. And so I was so inspired to know that running has been a family tradition for her. And I can just only imagine all the, the York kids lined up ready to go and the competition that took place there. So <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy Sarah Nell's story. Here we go. Well, just super excited to have one of my dear best friends, running idols, just all the way around, Sarah Nell. Hey, thanks for having me, Al. This is awesome. <laughs> Yay. Thanks for being here. Yeah, for I love you and your family just you so much. You. Like, <laughs> uh, you literally have the best mom on the planet. And then I love how you and your sister Annie run sometimes together. Yes. It's stupid how it's fast you guys well. are together. <laughs> you haven't met our sister Lolly. Who Get out of here, really. circles around us. No. Oh my gosh, she's so fast. Wow. So, speaking of all of this, what is your run story? How did you get into running, Sarah Nell? Um, well, I don't think I had a choice with my family growing up. I was actually talking to my mom a little bit on the way over here, just kind of reminiscing. So, my grandfather, my mom's dad, ran before running was a thing. Oh, so really? Okay. he would run before there were running shoes made. So he'd run in his top siders and people wow. would say, he was an optometrist, people called him Doc. they said, Doc, what are you running from? Said, I'm just running. <laughs> and so my mom grew up with that, that example. And then, of course, my dad ran forever. So we just honestly didn't have a choice. I remember my dad signing us up for the Panther Pride 5K run every year. I think I was <laughs> young elementary when we started doing it and it was just what we did. And I hated it. I would be like, okay, maybe this year he'll forget. <laughs> but it was, it's so strange to think back on that. Like, I remember thinking, I mean, of course I have a choice, but like also this is what our family does. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so I had this respect for the sport, even though I didn't quite have a love for it. I love that. So, That's really cool. Yeah. And I was like, well, shoot, you know, my siblings are all doing it. I can't be the only one <laughs> not do, you know, so I just kind of felt forced into it, but also weirdly, like kind of knew this was like, okay, this is your, your path. <laughs> Accept <Okay>. it. <laughs> And so I hated those in the beginning, and then I would I grew up playing soccer, and so then okay. running became how you stay in shape for soccer. So and you run in soccer. You run in soccer. <laughs> I remember thinking, okay, if I do cross country in the off season, then it will make conditioning suck less when soccer comes back around. So then I kind of grew to appreciate it mm -hmm. in high school. Okay. Um, and then of course I would run because that's just what you did to stay healthy. Like you go for a run. Like I didn't. I wasn't big into working out other than that. And so that was kind of how we stayed healthy. And then in college is how I kept off the freshman 15. So I had this unhealthy relationship with it okay. after that. So then it okay. was like, okay, well, maybe not totally unhealthy. I think there was a, it was a combination of discipline and unhealth. So like you do it because it's what you do to stay healthy. But then I think it was like, I'm doing this so I can do whatever else I want to do, you know, gotcha. kind of mm -hmm. earn it almost. And so it wasn't until really late college that I started doing it because it was something I could control when our, my schedule was crazy. I was like, well, I can control this runtime. Mm. I can't go running. Post-college, I started really loving it. 
What a transition. I know. <laughs> and I don't even think all of this was like, like these were not like conscious thoughts. They mm-hmm. were just, each season it seems like running was always just there, but it served a different purpose. Some good, mm-hmm. some bad. Because of all of that, I think because I was always just kind of like going through the motions with running, it wasn't until the last five years that I've really, you know, dug into nutrition and that kind of stuff surrounding it. So anyway, my now husband, current husband, <laughs> hope he's the only one I ever have husband I'm kind of going all over the place but he is a huge runner he ran Mm -hmm. in college with my sister so that's how we met so when we got married we just always ran together I don't know now I really love it but (laughs) I had to work for it I had to work for the love so and then after I had my last child I just had some postpartum anxiety Mm. a little depression-y I guess I wasn't like super sad but again it was one thing I could go do healthfully by myself and so I was like, well, I need some sort of goal. So I trained for a half marathon. I didn't end up running it. I just ended up training for one. Just giving me, like, okay, today you were going yeah, yeah, five yeah. miles. Or mm-hmm. today you were going a 30-minute speed workout, whatever it was. Um, and so that really helped me kind of pull out of that a little bit. And so I'm so thankful for running. And it's just always been there. And mm. I think it always will be there in one way, shape, or form. It's always there. Yeah. You can always go back to it, right? which I love. <laughs> Even if you have to start all the way over. Do you, do you see your kids? Any of them wanting to run? Yeah, I yeah. do. Actually, a couple weeks ago, it only lasted like a week, but every day before school, Katie, Grace, and Hank would get up and run a loop around our neighborhood. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Aww. Sometimes I try to get two in. So I want to encourage that. Yeah. Part of me is like glad my dad forced it on me, but I could also have seen if I had a different personality that was less competitive, I probably would have hated it. Mm-hmm. It would have. So I don't want to. I want to make them love it on their own terms yeah oh I love that (laughs) that's kind of so we have the Thanksgiving tradition for turkey trot so every year my kids know we're doing doing turkey trot not missing it sorry correct yeah absolutely (laughs) and my daughter his you know she had done cross country for a little bit she's more of our tennis player but then she decided no I will walk it but she's going to be in a turkey costume. That's okay. So, but... Let's meet halfway. You know, exactly. <laughs> but it's still like, hey, we're doing this as a family. So yeah. I love that your dad did that. Yeah, like, there I was this one race. To it. Yeah, that yeah. you guys always did. Always did, no matter what. And I think there is something to be said, too. Like, sometimes you do things because you don't want to. Sometimes mm-hmm. you do things because mm-hmm. your family does it. And I don't think it to shove it down anybody's throat, but there's so much good that you can learn from running. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, even if you just, for the whole 5K, you're just reflecting on how bad your attitude is about where you are right now. <laughs> you can be thankful that you have a family that wants to do things together. Yeah. You know, so. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Well, speaking of lessons learned from running, what is a big takeaway that you've gotten from running? I think, honestly, just like I said before, it's always there. It's always something you can go back to. Mm-hmm. It's always something that I think is really easy to throw in your day, even if it's a mile, even if it's a, a walk or, you know, a half a mile jog. I think it's always, and I think it's helped me, honestly, I think in our crazy life and schedule, like when I feel like I don't have time to run, when you think about it, you're like, I do have 20 minutes, mm, I do have this, and it's, so it's true. helped me like kind of big picture other things as well, like, okay. I can get a quick run in. I can do this quick load of laundry. I can't, you know, it's yeah, yeah. like time management, honestly, with me because you get it in when you can. Oh, so. that's a great lesson. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Has there been a favorite race yes. that you've done? Ooh, do tell. Yes. Okay. okay. Favorite race, um, Center Point Half Marathon in Prattville, Alabama. Oh, wow. Okay. I was in college when I ran it. Um, it was my first half. 
and I ran with my uncle and my cousin. So family. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just this random trip. It's, you know, it's in the middle of nowhere. It was at this tiny church. Like, I think 30 people showed up. But it was my here. favorite course I've ever run. It was two big loops, which I normally hate. <laughs> but for whatever reason, it was just like one of those where you just feel good the whole time. Aww. It probably wasn't even the course, but that day was so good. Mm. I remember just feeling free, like running the whole time. That's it. Yeah. Man. I know. That's so good. That is... But that's what we search for when yeah. we're running. Know. You know, I it's know. like that moment. So yeah, absolutely. I'm trying to reach that same feeling of every race. <laughs> that's right. Do you have any pre-race routines that you do? You you talked about a little bit about nutrition. Yeah. So is there anything that you focus on? Not really. Okay. <laughs> I should. I'm learning. Like I said, the, 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 what's good for me now is is a process. But all I do is a cup of coffee and either a banana or a piece of toast. Okay. But coffee always. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> it's, a little, um, <laughs> it's, a little, it's like you're alive. You can do this. That's right. Uh, do you have uh, anything you do to prepare mentally mm. for a race? I always feel like if I can go to bed early mentally, I'm doing better. But mm. I don't. I don't really do it anything. I I love to put music in. Oh, nice. Like, that's my mental escape while running. And so, no, I just make sure I have a good playlist and go to bed early. And mentally, then I'm like, okay, maybe I got this. So what is on Sarah Nell's playlist? Oh, (laughs) thank you for asking. Mostly 2000s rap. Oh, okay. Early 2000s. Okay. And some country. Okay. That's basically it. A bad running song comes on. It's slow. I cannot. It will. It puts me in a really bad mood right away. (laughs) And I have to switch it fast. I got to have a stacked playlist. No, no surprises coming in there. I can't shuffle all my music. Yeah, it is, yeah. There are set playlists. I gotcha. I totally understand. I'll send them to you. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> After you get done with a race, is there something that you like to do? No, I feel like I'm forced to eat a banana after because they're there in the buckets <laughs> or in the cardboard boxes. And But I'll, I just love to be done. But like, okay. It's so strange. I love... Running so bizarre to me. Sometimes I hate the whole time I'm doing it, but after you're like, let's do it again. <laughs> and so I just love to, I love that feeling when it's done. And it's just mm-hmm. like almost like reveling in the feeling. Like that's my favorite thing to do after is just revel in the feeling of being done. Mm. Like you did something hard. You accomplished it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. So speaking of whenever we play this this podcast, you will have done Battleship 12K. Yes. And you said this is the first year that you've ever done it. This is the first 12K race I've ever run. Get out of here. Yes, one, okay. I mean, I've run that distance sure, in my life, sure. but I've never done a 12K. So. Yeah. Which I don't know how it's going to go. I hate 10Ks. <laughs> so I'm either going to love the 12Ks or I'm going to yeah. hate it. We'll see. Dude, that's so exciting. Yeah. Uh, some people may not know this, but you were actually part of uh, the training program yes. that we had, Fleet Feet Stars and Stripes, for the Battleship 12K. And it was so much fun because so much fun. we got to smack talk <laughs> to, to oh, each no. other. I felt like all of us runners were and walkers were just like, we don't like Sarah Nell. No, but it was in a good way. Like yeah, I never felt so loved and hated at the same time. <laughs> It was wonderful. <laughs> Your workouts were insane. So speaking of, you and I have had this conversation about before, about the importance of strength training. So important. So important. So what is something that you like to do for cross training when you're not running, working out wise? What is something that you... I love a combination of hit work and then strength training. So about two years ago, I got introduced to CrossFit. 
and I loved it. Then I, you know, got pregnant and stopped doing it. Not because it's not good for you. It's great for you. But mm-hmm. I just couldn't get up at the five o'clock yes. time slot. So, <laughs> and then I was teaching a, a hit class type boot camp that stuck with that. So I love that combination though. I like heavy lifting a day or two. And then I love the hit lightweights stuff the other two days and then run. I think that that trifecta. Absolutely. Is so good. Yeah. It hits all the spots and you really get faster with strength. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think oh, people sure. don't understand that. I think mm-hmm. it, they, they think, I mean, speed work's important for sure, but that strength training, it adds a lot. For sure. Strong glutes make for fast panties. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Do you have, one of my favorite things to ask is what is your favorite running shoe? Okay, so thank you for asking. <laughs> I ran in Nike structures forever, and I loved them. And then I felt like the quality just went down with burning through them. So I got introduced to On Clouds before, you know, they were a popular mm-hmm. kick-around shoe. And my favorite so far of those has been the On Cloud Stratus. Mm-hmm. That was my last shoe before the Ultra Provisions. Okay. So I think I like the Ultra Provisions. I don't know. Might go back to On Cloud Stratus. Those, mm-hmm. I, I have raced in those the most amount of times for distance. So far, they're great. Some people hate them. They've tried the on clouds and hate yeah. it. I think it's just mm-hmm. so interesting to know. It's so, the same with any shoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I might go back to those. Haven't decided yet. Okay. But I like the ultra provision so far too. Very nice. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What is a favorite running item that you have that Sarah Nell has to take out mm. when Sarah goes for a run? What is something that you? I have to have my phone holder because you know the music's so important. Mm-hmm. So right, I switched to a belt recently, just yeah. like, and I like it. I mm-hmm. used to have the armband mm-hmm. that that's so stinky, <laughs> and so I was like, it's time for a change anyway. And I don't love the how it feels on mm-hmm. my arm after for a sure. long time. Sometimes it rubs my armpit. So I like the belt so far, and it's I think it's important, especially you know women runners having some sort of pepper spray or something else you can and to the belt I feel like eliminates mm. holding a ton of things mm-hmm. you can just a little sleek pocket and I can For throw sure. my little workout gummies I love so yeah I throw a yeah. couple in there too so I feel like I'm not a pack mule for sure you know you can just put it on <laughs> and speckle so so speaking of what is your favorite running fuel okay again new mm-hmm. to this new yeah. to this like what do we need to get so far I love these they're called high-low pre-workout gummies mm-hmm. but you can use them throughout your workout and so it doesn't have a lot of sugar or crap in it. It's just some great adaptogens, and it kind of just boosts your potential almost without yeah. giving you that sugar shock and that caffeine craze, and then the crash. There's no crash after. Yeah. It's just yeah. like steady, consistent, a little bit of extra. You got this fuel, and even if it's just mental, who cares? Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> hey, I think the more mentally, because running like, is mental. Like, running I'm tired. is. I got like... my two gummies. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be back. <laughs> just give me, just give me a moment. <laughs> is there a way that you take care of yourself? So, is there a favorite recovery tool that you like to use? Because we know both of us having worked with runners yep. and being runners ourselves, that we tend to get injured and we tend to see how far we can push ourselves. Yes. So, is there something that you're just adamant that you have to have? Well, I'm getting better at that. Stretching, obviously, and foam mm-hmm. rolling really helps, especially my IT band. I feel like the foam roller, if I can hit that right after a run, it's not so tight the next time. And I love an Epsom salt bath. Oh, yes, I girl. think it's so underrated. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, maybe it's mental. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, I totally did it. My muscles are back to normal. <laughs> so here's a fun question. What is your worst race that you've done oh, and why? Man. Well... 
more so the course. It was just terrible. Mm, okay. I re- okay, so it's the Seaside Half Marathon. Mm, okay. It's a really popular one, too. It is. Okay. okay. <laughs> Not my fave. Okay. There were good things about it, for sure. Who I signed up with was fun, and then my sister and cousin and husband all came, and it was fun at, for the afterwards. But I was, I think, four months pregnant, and it was the worst course I've ever run in my life. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have another one too. No, so it's like straight out and back, and it was just straight uphill. Oh, what? And it's not even beautiful seaside. You're going through like a construction zone forest. Like oh. it was just horrible. Yeah. Horrible. Like <laughs> No scenery like, whatsoever. None whatsoever. Oh. And so I was just getting through that one. And then another terrible one was one in Colorado we ran. It was called the Prairie Dog Half Marathon. And Again, Colorado, one of the most beautiful places. Yeah. I mean, you would think, okay, of all the places you put, it was literally just like this vast wheat, dead wheat field no. with true prairie dogs. Like, you ran through like a prairie dog land. Okay, like, now that's kind of cool, though. Did you see but prairie dogs? interstate. Like, it was just okay. very, like, you're like, we feel like we're running on the side of the road uh, in the middle of nowhere. Gotcha. And we were. And then <laughs> at the halfway point where the volunteers have one job to say, turn here, one job. Oh, no. We, they... <laughs> put us in the other direction so we ran like two extra miles in the wrong way because so, someone didn't do their one job right <laughs> and we're like so when we just hit this interstate we're like this can't be correct <laughs> like this can't <laughs> so this whole pack of runners was like what do we do turn back around and it was awful interestingly enough though both of those races I had relatively good times in it's just I, I would never do either of those races again from the pure memories attached to them. You were just ready to get the race over. Yeah. So that's yeah, the reason why honestly. you were like, I don't know, there's nothing to see. And I'm then, done. You know, the prairie dog ones, you're, you're watching your watch and you, you see you've hit the distance and you know you still got two miles left of the race. Oh. It was mentally horrible. Yeah. Gotcha. Did you see any cute prairie dogs though? Like one, but it wasn't that cute to me anymore. <laughs> so. I ran all this way from one prairie dog. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Horrible. <laughs> okay, so you said that you had trained for a half, but then you didn't do the half. Well, I didn't have a race signed up for it. I just okay. like a train and play on the Garmin. Train and play, and I was like, train for a half. Do this plan. That's quite disciplined to not have a race and yet yeah. say... I was going to find do- one, but I just didn't. <laughs> it was it was more about the, you're going to do this. Okay. And so... Yeah. I think the, me telling myself I was going to find a race closer mm-hmm. to the time... Mm-hmm. Was what I, it was kind of like the unofficial race. Gotcha. Okay. Signed up for so, and my watch would say, "Okay, you have your your run today." Mm-hmm. And there's something about that with my personality. The like, discipline. No, I I got it. Mm-hmm. I got to check that off, or if I move it, then it throws everything else off. You know. For sure. Yeah. So, with that being said, any goals coming up for future races? No, I just think I don't know. So my mom asked me the other day. I was like. Are you training for something? Because I, I ran ten miles a couple of days ago. It's like no, I just kind of want to know that I can always do that. Mm. I always want to know that I can still mm. do it. Yeah. And so, just kind of trying to maintain my distance. I've never officially run a whole marathon. Don't know if I want to or not. I feel like I need to. I got <laughs> injured the last time I trained for one, and so part of me is like feels like I need it to say I did it. Sure. But sure. I just need my kids to be older where I can sleep for. <laughs> hours at a time and maybe 
Understandable. Myself it's a whole nother job to train <laughs> for a marathon. And, and that is so, part of it. The yeah. time is just, mm-hmm. it's hard right now. So. Yeah. You have littles. I do. That de- really depend on you. They really so. do need me. It's so bizarre. <laughs> so what is your favorite length to run? Oh, halves. Okay. No questions asked. Gotcha. I hate a 5K. I hate a 10K. I think you're just getting, you're, you're fast the whole time, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And halves, you feel, I feel like you know your pace, or I know my pace with a half. I know I can settle right into it. And mm-hmm. mentally, I'm like, I'm in for the long haul. And so I think 5Ks and 10Ks, I'm just like breathing hard the whole time. Sure. Just trying to huff it. That yeah, because I mean, you're like, hey, I've got to, I've got to yeah, go. It's I mean, a fast it's not, sprint. Yeah, it's not long enough to take it easier, and so coming from the speedster herself, where the rest of us are like <laughs> dying, <laughs> that is our case. Is there any advice that you would give to somebody that says, you know what, I do want to get into running or walking? Like, what is one piece of advice that you would give? I would just tell them like to pick their reason why, and that will mm. keep them going because. I think if you don't, I think you go out and you have one bad run or walk and you're like, oh, this sucks. I'm not doing it. Because it really is horrible sometimes. Like you've had those runs where you go out and you're like, mm. this was horrible every single step I took. And if you don't have your wire, some sort of appreciation for it, I think, I mean, you don't want to go back out and do that again. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Although it's like I've, I've told the training group that there's no such thing as a bad run, you know, because no, your body, you do something, your body accomplishes something, even though, even though you might feel exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. The running community is so hard on themselves. Like so it's, <laughs> that was such a terrible run. And the rest of us are going, what? That was such a great pace, I know. Oh, I know. but we weren't the runs doing we it. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm, so it's easy to say that, but I've, that's, is kind of been a mentality that I've been trying to take of saying, you know what, at least I got out there. Like you yeah. said, like 20 minutes, I did it. Yeah. It wasn't what others you would say pretty, right. but Hey, I got out there and I totally. did it and it's, yeah. it's done. So, yeah, and you can't bring that the mental like overwhelm of that last run into your other one. Mm -hmm. I think that's hard for me not to do of like, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. especially if you have two long runs in a row and you know, last weekend was really not good for you and you hated it. That's hard for me to not bring that into the, you know, the next long run or whatever. So you don't take the mantra new day, new run. I try to, but like it's in your head. It's in your head. That's it's right. There. Absolutely. Like I try. Running's mental. It, it is, is. It is all about. Is, and that's why you have mm-hmm. to pick it. It's like you, you're like, this is why I'm doing it, regardless mm-hmm. of how I'm feeling. Yeah. When the run actually happens. Yeah, that's so true. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What is your favorite time of day to run? Morning. Really. Hands down. Okay. After about ten a.m., I really lose the motivation to go. And sometimes evenings, if it's been a particularly day, <laughs> a rough day with the kids, and sometimes it's, maybe it's the alone time I'm loving, I don't know, but um, morning is for sure. And I feel like if you can start your day like that, mm-hmm. you just mm-hmm. feel so much more motivated on every sure. level. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Do you have a certain mantra? Something that you think about? What do you do when you run? Besides listening to your jams, being in your, your world, is there something that that pushes you? I mean, I really do just think like, okay you can do this like you have done way longer before you have done Mm -hmm. way worse temperatures before you have done I always just think of like the other sometimes I guess that's true the the bad runs can fuel you to remember like I finished that I love that yeah you got to you gotta get home yeah (laughs) there's no coming back when you aren't running Mm -hmm. what is Sarah Nell doing oh man Sarah Nell's doing a lot I do a lot of different things you do like 
But yeah, I don't, I've recently gotten into pottery. I like to cook. You like to bake. You make some beautiful breads. I only like to break, bake bread. I don't like to bake anything else. It's too precise. <laughs> and so, but I love to cook because you can just add your whatever. To okay, it. okay. That's why I love sourdough. It's forgiving. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, oh we didn't okay. add the exact amount of flour. We'll still rise for you, girl. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm usually just hanging with my kids and working. I work at Dwellmobile. So, yeah, I don't know. Just and you're a doula? I'm a doula. Yes, I do that too. Forgot about that. <laughs> so for those that don't know, that are listening, what is a doula? A doula is a natural childbirth coach. Um, you don't have to go natural, but it's just that advocate in birth for you. Making sure you, to the best of your ability, have an advocate in the room and you're able to help them through labor and delivery and postpartum. So oh, That's awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. That's really yeah. neat. Yeah. Have you any runners that you've ran with or seen that you've been their doula? Yes. I actually used to teach stroller strides, which is like a boot camp for oh, moms. So I actually got a lot of clients That's that. super cool. <laughs> yeah. Very um, cool. So that was really fun to see. So I've doula several stroller strides. And then the workout group I taught at 5 a.m., I had several come through there as well. So, wow. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, because certi- through stroller strides, I was certified in pre- and postnatal fitness. So it was automatically like these two worlds that collided. Mm-hmm. So absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, That's fun. really neat. It's really fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so last question, what is a fun fact about you that no one knows? Oh man, that no one knows. Or, I mean, you know, your family can know, but the rest of the world doesn't know. <laughs> well, you probably know. I think a lot of people do know this, but I think it's always fun to like let people know later after I've known them a while that I'm a twin. Especially when they see my twin <laughs> and around town, are like, "You aren't very nice today." I'm like oh. she doesn't know who you are, and that's not me because she lives in Florida and isn't here much. But or she's here enough, but not regularly. So yeah. it happened to Kristen at Annie's store the other day. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Then Kristen saw me, she's like, oh, that makes sense. That's why you didn't smile. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> hey. So, oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, so people sometimes think we're both rude, which we're not. We just don't know that person. Yeah. Right? Oh, that you. is so funny. Yeah. Wow. So you didn't know to smile at you. <laughs> you don't know to smile at the person that's right. waiting at you. You're like, no. Right. <laughs> anyway. Well, anything else you want to say or Oh, thanks for having me. This is awesome. No, it's been fun. Like I said, you are, I just love your family, which big shout out to Kitty because I love Mama Kitty. She's, who doesn't? Man, that, that's a woman right there. And then your sister doing big things with Do Goods. Yeah. So I'll just go ahead and, not a paid advertisement, by the way, but (laughs) I love Do Goods. I love the vision. And and it's already one of my favorite places to shop. It was one of my favorite places to shop before it became before, know, a brick and mortar. But now so. it's dangerous because Correct. you can just stop it's and so you don't have to wait for a pop-up shop. <laughs> you right. can just go in and spend all yeah. of your money. But it's doing mm-hmm. good. Yeah. You know what? Your money's not going, like, mm-hmm. just to, you know, kids in a sweatshop. So. Yeah. Dude, it's really no, it's just your family is just such community world changers. And... You know, just you bring this excitement to running. You bring this joy to running. And you're just, you're very sweet but mean to people. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Which I can say that. <laughs> people are probably like, I cannot believe she just said that, Sarah, now. But it's, I really do. I feel like I I've been adopted yeah, into the York family. You so are. I just love y'all. Wait, like, the name change. Hey, listen, <laughs> hands down. <laughs> let's, let's do it right now. Thomas will understand. That's it, absolutely. <laughs> It would come with such prestige, such an honor. You can change it too. Yes, that's such a great idea. (laughs) 
Yeah, you guys are, are, are awesome. And just the whole fact that your family runs. Now, does your dad still run since he got you guys into running? Well, or? he had a hip replacement. And okay. so he, I mean, he still does. He jogs, walks when yeah, he can. That's Definitely awesome. not the level he used to be able to. Sure. But, um, yeah, I mean, I have to thank him for for the pushing into it. Now, do y'all do a continuous, like another 5K as a family still that he mandates or? No. <laughs> Which like now it makes me kind of sad. No. Now I appreciate it. <laughs> it's like you don't know what you got till it's yeah. done. We do sometimes on Thanksgiving do the turkey trot. The camp oh, that's awesome. Home yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's usually a last minute decision. Mm-hmm. When I say last minute, it's like the night before. Like, gotcha. Like you want to be down there and mm-hmm. sign up mm-hmm. and, you know. Gotcha. Wear turkey hats. <laughs> So, and that one, that one is the one we do most regularly, mm-hmm. so. I love that. I know. Aw, that is so cool. Well, thanks, Sarah Nell. Yeah, thank I, you. This has just awesome. been so cool. I know. It's <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, y'all. Absolutely. I told you guys you would love Sarah Nell, <laughs> and I apologize for all of the giggles that took place, but Uh, To know Sarah Nell is to know laughter because she's such a fun individual to be around. I'm just so grateful to have her in my life and I know that all of us in the running community adore her. She really is an all-encompassing athlete and runner and she's a mom runner. So shout out to the moms that get up and get the littles ready and still make time for themselves. It is truly inspired and you do not go unnoticed. So huge shout out for all that you do. I know that Sarah Nell's story, especially the prairie dog one, that was great. What a great legacy that her dad has given her as a runner to be able to reflect on all of that. So that is just so beautiful. And I thank you, Sarah Nell, for sharing that. And guys, I hope that when you take her story, that when you hit the pavement, that you think of Sarah Nell and you think about what you're doing for your family when it comes to running and walking and that her story is now part of your story. I thank you, Sarah Nell. I thank you for the opportunity to do what you do. And thank you for being a role model for all of us, whether you're uh, leading us in strength workouts or leading us in running. I just thank you for being who you are. And huge shout out to Gilliard Tech Services for all things editing and website design, because that is beyond my scope of knowledge. And as always, a thanks to Mars Hill Church for allowing Runner Story to have a little home to be able to have interviews. So it takes a team, and I'm so grateful for a team that allows me to be able to do this, to tell your story. So guys, go out and run your story.